0: Hi, I'm Amber Cribbs, holistic healer, mindset coach, sound healer, holistic mind-body practitioner, certified aromatherapist, and female empowerment mentor. But most importantly, I am your holistic hype bitch, so this one's for you, babe. My podcast is for the woman who is ready for a complete holistic mind-body-soul upgrade. It's time to attune your mind, ignite your soul, and unleash your inner badass. Welcome to the Balanced and Fierce podcast hosted by me, the Holistic Whore. Let's do this damn thing. Hey guys. So today's episode is called Attune Your Mind to Align Your Vibe. Um, I'm actually going to break this up into two parts. So for today, I solely will be focusing on what mindset is and how to better understand your own mindset mindset and how you might actually be getting in your own way with your current mindset. And part two will be more focused on still mindset and how that impacts your energetic frequency and how that ultimately depicts the life that's going on around you and what you're drawing in from an energetic perspective. So first things first, let's talk about our mindset and the biology behind our beliefs. So, mindset is defined as the established set of attitudes that are held by someone. And mindset plays a significant role in determining our life's outcomes. And by better understanding and adapting and being able to shift your mindset, you can improve your health, decrease your stress, and become more flexible in an ever changing world. And we are completely in control of our own mindset. But the point of today is to really understand where it came from and how it ultimately, the inception of your own mindset began. So Dr. Bruce Lipton, who is actually a cellular biologist, states this quote that I'm gonna share with you now. He states, perception is awareness shaped by belief. If you rewrite your beliefs, you rewrite perception. And if you rewrite perception, you rewrite genes and behavior. And I'm going I'm to break all that down for you right now from the science and everything that's behind where our mindsets came from. So our beliefs and perceptions are formed early on in childhood. Um, the overriding messages we receive as children will determine our personality and our behavioral traits And this condition is typically set between the ages of five and seven. Now, this is not to say that only during the ages of five and seven is where your mindset was created, not at all. The ages leading up to age five and seven, absolutely. And then it's further solidified in our early adolescent years, teenage years, and early adulthood. But research has shown that between the ages of five and seven is really when we're that sponge that is taking in all that information and ultimately creating our belief system. And it's vital that we recognize this early childhood programming, that it actually is an unconscious programming and then ritually becomes our beliefs in adulthood, even if we no longer align with them. This is often why we feel like we're getting in our own way. If you've ever felt like I'm getting in my own way, but I don't know why, it's ultimately coming from the belief system that you had or learned that you no longer actually align to in adulthood. So first and foremost, let's take a step back and think about where you were, who you were around, what you were experiencing between the ages of five and seven. I always like to do this. I'm obviously a mindset coach, have done my own mindset work, and really thinking about what you were experiencing, what you witnessed, what you heard, the culture in which you grew up in the area of country you grew up in all of that what was happening between the ages of 5 and 7 and when you think about that you go back to that moment in your childhood as an adult you can almost see oh wait that's probably where that came from or oh i did not i don't agree with what i witnessed saw experienced in that age frame now as an adult and that's really the inception of your belief system, and that resides now in your subconscious. So our subconscious is running ninety-five percent of the time. Let me say that again: our subconscious is running the show ninety-five percent of the time, and our mind is a very powerful force, and it can be a very powerful force of blocking and self-sabotaging ourselves. When your beliefs do not align with your current adult goals. And typically, negative beliefs that might be rolling around in our subconscious are based off fears and not facts. And also, again, since we were between the ages of five and seven, when all of this was cultivating inside our head, those fears weren't even necessarily our own fears oftentimes they are fears that are injected by others, not in a malicious way, but fears that maybe a parent had or something that we witnessed with a grandparent, a teacher, a coach, or they just were sharing something because they wanted us not to do something. I'll give this example. It is very lighthearted, but it's funny to look back on now as an adult. So growing up, obviously in my era of growing up, millennials, Gen X, well, everyone, previous boomers, all of that. None of us had access to the internet to question what parents said, like kids do nowadays. And going back to having a fear of something that, as an adult, I absolutely do not have a fear of, but had no way of knowing at that age that that fear wasn't completely 100% true, as I remember my mom would act like a nuclear attack would happen if we were driving down the freeway in the middle of the night and I turned on that interior light of the car. I don't know if any of y'all had a parent like this too. I, to this day, don't know why she didn't like that light turned on. I'm assuming because she probably couldn't see as good because it was light in the car and then like dark outside. But the, the explanation, I don't even remember the specifics that she gave. I was like petrified to touch that light. And as an adult, no, I'm not afraid to touch that light. Although every now and then, if I'm driving and it's at night and I'm like thinking about turning on that light, I still have that thought come over, like something bad's gonna happen. We're gonna get pulled over. Something horrific is going to happen. Obviously that's a very lighthearted example. But again, growing up, that was with the information you were told, what you learned, what you experienced, impacted your belief system that you have now that's currently riding around and getting it in your subconscious 95% of the time. So two mindsets that people have typically, neither is better or worse than the other. But when you're really digging into how you're getting in your own way, what belief system you have, it's really good to understand where your mindset is. So, there's two. It's the fixed and growth mindset. And a fixed mindset individual views the world as either I'm good at something or I'm not. They definitely have more of a refusal or a resistance to try due to fear of failure. They do not like to be challenged. They often will say, I can't. And they believe that their intelligence and talents are already preset. Now, the growth mindset, those individuals. Feel and believe that they improve their skills and effort with practice. They believe themselves to be very adaptive, always growing and learning. Technically, we actually all start out with the growth mindset. Otherwise, none of us would have ever learned to fucking walk or crawl. We just, we, there's no way we could have. Growth mindset individuals like to try new things. They feel feedback is constructive and redirect and rejection is simply just redirection in life. And like I said, Neither is better or worse than the other, but it's really good to think about when you're tuning into your own mindset and really starting some mindset work, where do I fit in? Oftentimes, I find individuals that have a fixed mindset often have a skeptic mindset if if you feel like you're more skeptical. And there's a big difference between skeptic and curious. And I feel a fixed mindset has more of that skeptic tone to it, whereas a growth mindset is more curious. Again, neither is good or bad, but one is definitely helping you stay in your own way. So regardless of what kind of mindset you have, we all have limiting beliefs. And as I talked about earlier, limiting beliefs are definitely coming from what we learned, what we experienced, what we heard throughout our childhood and growing up. And those limiting beliefs are sitting right in your subconscious. And they actually have been there for so long that we do not consciously notice them. They were set at such a young age that we have become comfortable hearing them. Almost like they're a security blanket because they've just always been there, which is why we don't even notice them, even if they are no longer serving us. But in order to move forward and live a vibrant big, fulfilling, happy life, make changes, move forward. We must rewrite the lyrics to that song. And this is 100% capable. And this is due to the neuroplasticity of our brain. So what neuroplasticity is, is it's the ability of neural networks in the brain to change through growth and reorganization. It is when the brain is rewired to function in some way differ from how it previously functioned, i.e. taking those beliefs and things that we learned as children, identifying them, and then rewriting them. And I know I'm, I'm sounding like it's almost super simplistic because a lot of times limiting beliefs come from trauma. They come from different experiences. So I'm not saying that it's 100%, oh, we're just going to rewrite the song. Not at all. But first things first is we got to find them. We got to see what our limiting beliefs are, who's riding around, what they're saying in our head all day. And that's the first thing we need to do. So the way to access your subconscious, this is actually an exercise I give all of my clients when we're doing mindset work, when we start out, because we have to find the root. We have to find the root of the cause. And that's going to likely be your limiting belief. And there's lots of other things that might be around it, but let's Let's start off small, The limiting belief. So over the next week, I recommend taking pen to paper. Don't say, I'm going to remember them in my head because you're never going to. Don't say, I'm going to put it in my phone. There's studies that show actually taking pen to paper and writing it down is much, much more impactful. So over the next week, write down the reoccurring thoughts, aka limiting or negative beliefs. You catch yourself thinking. And when you typically are catching yourself thinking these thoughts, I find specifically in moments of self-doubt, it can be in moments where some, I have some clients who do meditations and see what comes up. Absolutely. But for me and for the majority, I find our limiting beliefs surface when we're triggered, when we're feeling anxious, when we're feeling nervous, stressed, What's what's the phrase? What are the multiple phrases that you're hearing in your head? For example, a limiting belief that I used to hear all the time. And not until I tuned into it did I realize how often I heard it doesn't matter. You don't matter. Nobody cares what you think. Nobody's paying attention. Those were the words that I would hear. And and I heard them so frequently, I didn't even notice. That that's what I was listening to. So, but once I started writing those phrases down, and you, you just need to do it for a week, I promise, it's just a week. Write those phrases down when you think or hear them in your head. No more than that. And if it's a reoccurring thought or feeling or emotion that you're feeling, put a check mark next to it to really tune into how often you are thinking that thought, to tune into your limiting belief that's in your head. And also, Think about in moments where maybe there's a time when you're really excited to go do something and then all of a sudden you flip the switch and you're not wanting to do that. What was the thought that came into your head that made you think that? Our brain is designed, it's, it's 100% designed, is to keep us alive and keep us safe. So anything that is a perceived fear, as we talked about, either a limiting belief you learned growing up or a fear that was perhaps injected into you by someone else, someone else's fear that was not even a fact, our brain, if they perceive that we are entering a space that is unsafe or will somehow contribute to our demise, and again, that's perceived, it will immediately do everything, sign all the whistles to let everyone know we should not move forward. And sometimes, sometimes that's a very beneficial thing. And other times it's due to a perceived limiting belief, a fear, a concern, or like, I mean, we all know we receive an email from our boss and all of a sudden we feel that massive amount of stress come over us. That has nothing to do with an actual fear, but it could trigger some of these thoughts. So write down your limiting beliefs that you're hearing over the next week. At the end of the week, I want you to take a look at the list and ask yourself, where did this belief come from? Do, do I even align with this belief anymore? And is it, is it beneficial to me or do I not agree with it? And if you don't agree with it and you're like, where did this come from? I want you to sit with that and think about whose voice do I hear saying it? Where did I learn this, this belief? Where, where did this come from? A lot of people, and self-included, have have limiting beliefs around financials and money. And oftentimes, we've heard different things growing up. So where did you hear it from? And it is important to understand where you heard it from because that helps with the rewiring of the narrative in your head because it's not yours. And we'll get into more of that in part two on how we're releasing. And then as you're looking at that list, where you see the ones that you do not align with, write down all the reasons next to that limiting belief why it's false. Why, why is that not an accurate limiting belief? Why, why is it false? And keep this list because you'll add to it and it's something you can refer back to. Um, specifically listing all the reasons why the limiting belief is no longer true actually very much helps with the rewiring and narrative of those limiting beliefs. It also helps you catch those limiting beliefs. So once you start to become consciously aware of those limiting beliefs that are repeating in your head, you'll you'll start to hear them. And this list is a great time for you to refer to it to say why that limiting like no, that's not true. That's not. We're not that's we're not doing this because it's not true because of this and this reason. It sounds silly, but repetition and confronting our limiting beliefs over time will quiet them and help rewrite the narrative and ultimately change our energetic frequency that we're sending out into the world, which I'm going to talk more about in part two. So this is my homework assignment for you guys Uh, Stay tuned for part two of this episode where I'm discussing all about how your mindset is impacting your energetic frequency, aka your vibe. Everybody wants to have good vibes, high vibe state, but we need to understand how to actually accomplish that. I hope you found today's episode helpful. You can listen to the episodes of Balanced and Fierce Podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and any other of your favorite podcast listening apps If you like what you hear today, the best way to support the show is to rate it, review it, share it. Follow me at The Holistic Whore on Instagram or head over to theholistichore.com for more resources and also to connect with the Holistic Curious community. Have a great day, babe.